0: This episode is sponsored by SmartVestor. You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk investing, retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity.
1: George, I was not going to talk about this news story, but apparently people are doing stupid butt things because of this news story. So now we have to talk about it. Yes.
0: So we're not a news network, but we wanted to maybe quell some of the fears that are out there that have been sparked due to the SVB fallout. So for those that don't know, Dave, can you do like an explain like I'm five as to what happened with the Silicon Valley bank collapse?
1: Yes. Okay. The Silicon Valley bank was collapsed on last week, last Thursday, I guess it was. Um, And uh, the reason was pretty simple. Number one, you need to understand this about their bank that the vast majority of the customers in that bank were hedge funds, venture capitalists, and tech startups. They were not mom and pop. Granny's CD was not over at this bank. That's not who they catered to. Okay? So to put that in perspective, FDIC insurance of $250,000 covers your, de- up to $250,000, the government covers your deposits in the event of a bank failure. All right. The typical bank, it covers seventy five to 80% of the deposits. In other words, somebody, some people have, rich people have $500,000 or, or $800,000 or a million dollars or something in, a, in a, your local bank, but most people are $250,000 and under. This bank was the inverse of that. North of 90% of the deposits are not covered. That means these were all multi-million dollar customers sitting in that bank. So these were players. And they they done got caught. Okay, this is what happened. So this does not affect your local bank at all. It has almost nothing to do with your local bank. It's a bunch of Silicon Valley tech startups and venture capitalists from all over the place. I mean, I know I've got two friends in Nashville that are venture capitalists. They had money in that bank, lost money. Okay, and uh, but they play us. All right, they're not. They're not. This is not not Granny's CD for God's sakes. All right. So your bank is safe. Calm your butt down. This has nothing to do with that. And what happened was typically what banks do, this bank included, in order to have a stable balance sheet, a balance sheet that is very safe to back up the deposits is they will buy bonds. Now, if you didn't know, bonds have an in, bond interest rates have an inverse relationship with bond prices. What that means is as interest rates rise, bond values go down. So they had a whole bunch of bonds that they bought when interest rates were 1.7, 1.8%. Interest rates are currently about 4% on the bond market, which means their bond portfolio had gone down in value dramatically. And they had billions in bonds.
0: So on paper... They had lost money. So on they paper, they lost
1: a ton of money. Well, then they got scared, and a couple people got spooked, and they start unloading a bunch of those bonds, and then the rumor mill kicks in. The venture capitalist boys come flying in like they do and start scarfing the money, and they close the and bank. And
0: that's what the bank run they is. They close the when bank. all the customers show so up So your once.
1: local bank, A, is going to cover the vast majority of depositors. You're fine. B, there's not a bunch of players in your local bank. That's not who's dealing in there. Even freaking Bank of America, which I hate, and I don't know why anybody would do business with them. They're horrible. But even they have almost, I mean, it's like 40%, 40%. of their deposits are covered, right? And and it's like these guys had, it was all rich people, super rich people in there. So it's just, number one, you, you wouldn't have money in a bank. Ugh. So Okay, so bond, interest rates. Have gone up, bond values have gone down. Consequently, though, to the new to the bank crash and the closing of this bank, then they closed two others just like it because they were afraid they were going get, to. FDIC gets to pay for all this crap, and the FDIC starts shutting it down. When they smell anything looks just like this, they shut two, down two more, right? And took them over. They'll sell off the assets, they'll collect all the money to recoup the insurance. If there's any money left for the insurance, and there won't be, then they will uh, dis- distribute that to the people, uh, the depositors, the stockholders will get zipped. Mm. Which is exactly what yeah, it was they deserve. A, it was
0: trading at two fifty a share. This is now called it's zero.
1: capitalism. When you screw stuff up, you lose your money. That's for those people that are in that bank. That's what happened, and they knew what they were in. Every one of them knew what they were in. Again, your grandmother's CD wasn't over there. You're okay. My local bank is fine. I've got deposits in excess of two hundred fifty thousand in my local bank, in excess of all the limits in my local bank. I am not worried about it one iota, not a penny. Okay. But the great news is the bond market freaked out because they kind of caused this with the interest rates going up and bond interest rates dropped, bond prices went up. Translation, your mortgage rates are cheaper today than they were this time last week. If you were going to get a mortgage in the next month or so and get a house, Run to your mortgage company before all the dust settles on this. This is a great time to get a mortgage. Go to Churchill Mortgage today and lock in your mortgage today because this is an anomaly. It may settle back up by two weeks from now. All right, But it dropped a quarter to a half depending on what kind of mortgage you're looking at because bond interest rates went down bond prices went up because these dubers were flooding the market with their bonds and the bond people went oh look at us we support all the local banks because almost every local bank everywhere buys bonds to put on their balance sheet to quote stabilize their balance sheet it only stabilizes their balance sheet which is the great joke of bon- the bond market if the interest rates are stable mm. but when interest rates go up from two to five then guess what your bond prices go down. And then everyone shows up and, at the bank. Yeah, that bond you bought that was so stable now is worth less because you were betting on an interest rate market to give you a stability, and that was a dumb move. So here we go. All that to say... Get your mortgage right now. Go to Churchill Mortgage today. And if you're thinking about buying a house and you're just kind of on the fence, this is gonna be your month, baby. This is gonna be the time to jump in. Uh, jump online, get you a, you know, get a smart get a an ELP with real estate, whatever it is you gotta do here, this is the time. And don't and people are going and buying gold, George. Oh my goodness.
0: Banks are gonna. To-
1: it's like they live in the wild, wild west or something. You don't know how the FDIC insurance works. The entire federal government would have to fail for you to not get your money out of your bank when you have to, less than $250,000 in your bank. Quit acting like you're— Don't cash out your conspiracy bank. Don't cash out on your the, investments. Everything on the Internet's true. Abraham Lincoln said that. I mean, come on, guys. You believe every conspiracy theory out there. These banks are not on the wire. They're not about to collapse. It's going to be like 2008— 2008 was not a banking collapse. It wasn't what happened.
0: Don't fall for the fear. Turn off the headlines. There's a lot of fear-mongering happening right now. Yeah. Calm down.
1: George, one of the things we've noticed about millionaires over the years, back to our bank failure story, is that when there's breaking news, right, breaking news, which it does always, breaking something, right? Um, the millionaire investor doesn't react. They just sit back and kind of go, "Hmm, that's interesting." The get-rich-quick person, the scared, the, the uh, broke person, the person who's destined to stay broke, overreacts, oversteers the car, and flips it. Mm. And go, that's it. I'm cashing out of everything and I'm buying beanie babies. Cause they they lose their freaking minds, you know. I'm gonna buy gold. I knew it, crypto was right all along. I'm in again. Bernie Madoff's my man. You know, I mean, you, you just you bite off on some of the stupid butt stuff when you freak out.
0: Mm.
1: And and if you catch yourself freaking out. And like your like your pulse rate is up, you're over caffeinated, you know. And wait twenty four hours and turn off the TV and stay off of Tic Tac, because it's going to tell you all the bad news. And how the world's coming to an end. Breathe. Investors that become wealthy and stay wealthy are the ones that invest steadily, calmly. They do make changes but they do not oversteer on one little patch of ice. They just let off the gas and roll across the ice until the pavement's clear again. No sudden And then movements. there's no spin out, no flip, no roll, no airbag release in your life. But the people that overreact tend to, and I can tell you in my personal life, I have, the times that I've lost the most money are when I overreacted to something. When I either was scared, mad, and I, it's what Deloney, Dr. Deloney talks about all the time. You know, when you're in the middle of trauma, facts are your friends. Breathe. Wait 24 hours until your pulse rate comes down. Rethink this. Look at what wealthy people are really doing. Now, I'm not talking about players like venture capitalists, what they're doing. I'm talking about people that have $5, 10000000 million. They're steady. They're predictable. They're the tortoise. Don't oversteer.
0: Yeah. Well, you've said that we are in the business of selling crockpots, not microwaves. And when you have that mindset, you know, this blip in the stock market because of the bank collapsing, we go, okay, S&P's down 1%. Big whoop. I'm investing for the long term.
1: I'm not cashing out. I'm not buying today and I'm not selling today because of that. Although if I were doing one or the other, it would be buying because I feel like it's on sale because it's an artificial short-term blip. Here, Here, mark my words. Put it on your calendar. One month from today, remind yourself to see if you even remember this. The SVP bank failure in the Silicon Valley. One month from today. See if you even remember it until you bring it up. It won't be top of, it won't be top of funnel. It won't be something everybody's talking about. It'll be a distant memory. Psst, mm. Missed.
0: You're it's there. also a good reminder to not invest in single stocks. I saw it, it was on the top of Jim Cramer's list for April of 2022. Oh, he got
1: fried, didn't he? Number Poor 1 choice Jim.
0: was Silicon Valley Bank to put all your money in and uh, wow. It's a
1: buy. <laughs> what, what, how is he how does he says it? How's he say it? I think that's it. It's a button. Yeah, he just buy! smashes all the buttons. I love Jim. He's so fun. I wouldn't do anything he says, but he's so fun. Well, I like him. I've met him a couple of times. I really seems like, like him. He like a fun personally. guy. He's a lot of. He's a he's he's but his whole thing is single stocks, and of course, we tell people not to do that, and we don't buy single stocks. So I just sleep better
0: at night, like, not having a. Have you ever seen all, all the junk. stuff
1: they trash that guy? I mean, of course, they trash us. So what do we know about they? But um, I'll, I'll, if people that follow the Jim Cramer index—that if you I've actually seen, invested according to him, how much you would have actually made—it's yeah. it's horrendous. But it's, I don't know if it's accurate. I mean, you might have actually made money. I don't know, but I'm not. It's entertaining as crud, though. I love the show. It's fun to watch.
0: Thanks for listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. Need help with your investments? Connect with a SmartVestor Pro at RamseySolutions.com invest, or click the link in the show notes. Ramsey Solutions is a paid non-client promoter of participating pros. Learn more at RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor.